Hi everybody, this is Mackenzie and I'm back with the first episode of the year for I have no idea what I'm doing. It has been a while and I missed you guys and I hope you miss me. <laughs> um, we have an exciting year of podcasting, guest hosts and everything else coming up. And so I just wanted to say I'm looking forward to all that there is to come and to this podcast to grow. And once again, hopefully it can help someone the way that it's helping me. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the soundtrack to my life. So lately, I have been listening to um, this artist, Lou Kala, and specifically her song, Body. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's like her, the way her voice sounds is so unique. And I love a unique voice. It's kind of like it, it adds a little something to it for me. Like, And you can really feel the emotion in the, the words. And we all know how I am about emotions. So that's it's really nice melodies. The next um, thing that I've consistently been listening to is I am still listening to 30 by um, Adele. And I'm not ashamed. I will listen to this album until the damn album falls off because it is phenomenal. And I do try to listen to it in order as much as I can. But I mean, every ounce of it is just emotion and just honesty. And it's not necessarily I'm angry or I'm depressed or I'm sad, but it's all of the elements of those things while not being overwhelming. And a big part of that, I, my favorite song on there is I drink wine. <laughs> um, and if you know me, so the only one I drink is actually really fruity wine. But yeah, I drink wine. And she's got this line in there where she's like, I hope I learn to get over myself. And I'm just like, you know what? That's so true. Sometimes we're like in the way of ourselves and our love. And even if it's not the one that we're supposed to be with, we're in the way of like continuing on. We're in the way of, of, of getting the fullest that we can get out of that relationship or situation um, by overthinking. Um, and then I also love Woman Like Me. I mean, I love some of songs on this album. It's ridiculous. But Woman Like Me is really a fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? And I, going through this breakup, have been feeling back and forth with the sadness and then the, oh my gosh, is it my fault, even though it's not. And so woman like me really puts me in the mood as like, who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? And not just with my um, breakup that I was going through, but any new men that try to come around, try to involve themselves with me, come correct if you're going to come come at all, okay? Or don't come. And if you still come and you don't come correct, I'm going to cut you off myself because consistency is the key, as Adele says. So that's what I'm listening to. What am I watching? I am watching a couple of different things. So I finished watching Wheel of Time. It's on Amazon Prime. Rosamund Pike, who I love because of Gone Girl and like the similarities between the way that she feels and that movie and how I feel now are so strong. Um, but she is phenomenal in Wheel of Time and she also produces it. It's based on a book series. So if you want to check out the book, um, I have been seeing reviews for it that while a lot of people love it, like myself, there are people who claim who are upset about the book and the the the, the um, series in the sense that it doesn't always follow the book. 
Um, I think the general plot overall follows the book, but there are some intricacies in the writing that I think differ, differ. And, you know, a lot of people have to understand when you do a screenplay, you may not necessarily have time to be doing all those extra things, but I enjoy it, the film, the show a lot. It's a fantasy um, show, so if you're looking for something, I think there's about eight episodes total for the first season or something like that. And it's really, I loved it, um, get into it, and um, hope you hope you like it. So, my anime, I'm watching, I just finished watching Black Clover all four seasons, and um, I love this show. I'm so upset that I'm waiting for, like, the announcement um, for season five. I know they said they're getting a movie, and I'm just like, okay, screw a movie. You can't just leave it on the cliffhanger that you left it on and not give me, be like, okay, we're going to get it another season immediately. But, you know, that's just me being upset that I don't have a have another season right now for it. Um, it's phenomenal. Like I said, it's an anime. It's a fantasy sort of anime. Um, and I, I really like it. it. It's great. I think that, you know, I'm still watching um, my One Piece. And because, but, you know, there I think they're on like filler episodes right now. And I hate filler episodes. I always go back and watch the filler episodes later, but this gave me a break to be able to watch um, Black Clover. Um, okay, so also I'm watching my fall shows. They're back. So now they're, I guess, my winter shows. But SWAT and The Equalizer. Speaking of The Equalizer, the um, the guy from Sex and the City, Mr. Biggs, I didn't even correlate that that was him and Equalizer until the things about the alleged alleged sexual assaults um, came out and I'm just so disappointed like not even disappointed because men you know but when you read the accounts of these women it is so traumatizing and I really hope that if they are not able to get justice because you know how um some people like just don't want to go through the legal process because of the issues with that I do hope that they're able to find some semblance of peace um, he's been dropped from a lot of things as he um, should because, I mean, it's not one woman. It's multiple women saying that he's done these horrific things to them. Um, speaking of Sex in the City reboot, I actually like it. So I was a little bit too young to really get into Sex in the City when I was younger, but I have liked the concept of Sex in the City and I've seen all the movies and love them. Now, my big issue with this kind of reboot is I kind of see where people are coming from when they're like, oh, it's a little bit too quote unquote woke for me or like it's forceful. But I don't think that it's I think it's gotten better. I think that I always liked Charlotte. So I'm glad that they didn't make her a Karen. Um, and I enjoyed the storyline for Miranda being an alcoholic because I kind of saw her as a Karen and an alcoholic anyway. Like now just because it's not the way that you want it there are plenty of people that like it but i only I do only see it getting one season because it's getting so many negative reviews from people who are like trying to make it into what it used to be and that's the thing a reboot isn't necessarily i don't even think of it as a reboot i think of it more so as like um like just a continuation of the story i haven't watched the last episode but i uh, the latest episode but i do need to so um those are the shows that i'm watching right now um, what am I reading? Okay. 
Difficult Women by Roxane Gay. I had actually started reading this book last year and it's really difficult because there's a lot of instances of sexual assault and things like that inside of the book. And so I have to go really, really slow with it. Um, so yeah, I have to go um, really, really still slow with it. And I don't feel like it's, it's just, it's short essays. So I, just so everyone knows, it's like, they're not, it doesn't go on. Like the whole book isn't that, but it's different. And some of the stories are confusing in there, but I do, I am enjoying it. And like I said, I'm just going slow with it. So something that I did read cover to cover is nobody knows the trouble. I've seen the emotional lives of black women by Dr. Inger Burnett Ziegler. That book um, also has some, has a chapter on, um, sexual assault, molestation. Um, so I just want to put that out there. That was really difficult for me to list, to read, but the book is phenomenal. And I really, I think I read it in like two days, which is typical for me, but you know, just the way that it discusses women, black women struggles and plights throughout um, trying to just navigate life and how we're, because if you've listened to this podcast, I have said before that I disagree with the strong black woman trope specifically because I think that you can have strength, but also be delicate. Like I always tell people, please don't call me strong. I'm dealing with my disorder. I'm dealing with my illness, but the strength is slowly seeping away even more so now, especially with this current situation that I'm in. But I think in particular, what that does is it dehumanizes us. And it has shown like in the medical field, they won't even give us drugs because they think that we're lying about our pain tolerance or that we have a higher pain tolerance than white women or other women. And that is why I strongly push back against that strong black woman trope. And being a strong, pushing back against that does not mean I don't want to be catered to, does not mean I don't want someone to whine and dine me and all those things. It just means see me as a person, a full person with masculine and feminine energy, with strength and weakness, with fragility and delicacy, as well as this kind of stone face that we have to adopt. And I always challenge people who say that they have to be so strong because they end up when they, those people end up killing themselves or they end up breaking. It's always like, well, I wonder what happened or she took on too much, but it's all, it's never during the process. It's never, oh, she should, she should, um, you know, she should uh, stop taking on so much, you know? And so I think it's really, really important of us as black women to remind ourselves and more importantly remind everybody around us that we are not indestructible. We are soft and we are smooth and we are maternal and we are breakable. That's one thing I have to remind people is I am breakable. I am a very fragile person. And that doesn't mean that every day of my life I'm on the floor crying, even though that's how it was um, six months ago, it just means that I am very delicate. So treat me like you would treat, which I'm sure this is wishful thinking, but like you would treat a, a delicate white woman. You know, I am not the aggressive aggressor. So that's, I just wanted, uh, to point that out. Um, because specifically in the book, it talks about how we as black women sacrifice so much of our emotional selves to support black men, black children, the community, white people, and because in the in the system that we're in, we 
what we do is to support everyone else and not ourselves. And, you know, Black women are the most educated demographic in the country with the highest percentage of um, college degrees. And yet we're still treated like we're less than, we're paid less than not only by white society, but by other people of color and of course by Black men. So it is important to remember and something that I consistently always tell people around me is that please do not think that I can handle everything because I can't. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and move on to the what's happening segment (laughs) of the show. So I, okay. So Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe again. If you know me, you don't know. I don't like the Kardashians. They, um, try to steal black culture and make it their own. And I really don't like them. So I don't, typically talk about them um, because I don't want to give attention to them and I don't buy their products like as much as I love the how the skims look I actually will find a dupe which is not something that I typically do because I refuse to I refuse to support them but in this instance I decided to talk about Tristan cheating on Chloe and getting someone pregnant because as many of you remember um, they really tried to bully this black woman Jordan Woods who literally talked about how She was in an awkward position because that man tried to kiss her. And that actually happened to me where someone tried to kiss me. And it's just caused a lot of issues because, you know, black women are allegedly promiscuous. You know what I mean? And like I said, uh, now I'm I'm the first one to call my ex's new girlfriend a a stupid skanky bitch. But that's because she called me a monkey. Um, But this situation is completely different. And... I'm not going to say that Chloe gets what she deserves, but I'm going to say that you sow what you, you reap what you sow. And her history of allegedly being the side chick is not something to be proud of. And this is just a reminder for these white women that, and women in general, like that nigga ain't shit. And you are much, much better not making a damn, I'm to tell you right now, I stopped letting men make a damn fool of me. Like, I really, because you are not going to make a fucking fool of me. I think that we are all a little stupid, a lot, all a little in love sometimes, and we let men do things to us. But there's a difference between being a person growing and learning and having things happen to you, and then being a, having somebody make a damn fool out your ass. And what she did when she sat there and took him back all those times where he got other people pregnant and and literally all this other shit while she was pregnant that that is what happened that's what it looks like when somebody's making a damn fool out of you not you loving somebody and then them doing something to you but you trying to aggressively go after someone who was for all intents and purposes ignorant so you know I my um I hope that the child is healthy, happy, and loved, and as I do for all children, because I believe that children are innocent. But fuck him and fuck her, and I hope she's miserable um, for uh, being stupid and trying to bully that girl publicly on the internet. And he's still ain't shit. And if I were her, I would focus on getting an STD test. Okay, so um, on to some actual political shit, some news that I actually care about. Um, the anniversary of the tragedy of January 6th of 2020, 2021 of last year, um, that anniversary is coming up this week. And I just wanted to reflect on how racist so many of you, these fucking people are and how something that upset me was how 
people think it's cute to go home to their families for Thanksgiving and Christmas and for those people to be racist. Like I saw so many things about like, oh, going to go see my racist ass family and be like, no, if you really want to be like an ally, cut those motherfucking people off. I, I'm a firm believer that allies cut people, dumb ass people off. Um, I'm sitting around with your racist ass family, just like it's when you you date somebody outside of your race and you know your family is racist. Don't bring your uh, man or girlfriend around those racist ass people. Like I'm dealing with just the nonsense of of racism and like this new girlfriend of my ex's being racist and then the family being racist and having to deal with what that means as a black woman and and come to terms with things like that. But so many of like. January 6th was like terrible. Those people, I don't know how I could have been an, an off, a black officer that day because to be just absolutely petrified that these people are going to just murder you because of the color of your skin. I mean, those fucking animals. Hillary Clinton was right when she called them a, a, a basket of deplorables. Um, I do believe President Biden is going to make remarks on that day, which I think is good. But I just want to remind everyone that Donald Trump is not and never will ever again be president and um, fuck you who thought it was and fuck the people who sit, the politicians, the Republican politicians that still sit around and claim that shit didn't happen and shit didn't stink. And I hope all of you who were involved go to jail. So um, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into our main segment. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the first episode of the new year of I have no idea what I'm doing. So let's get into our main segment, which is basically just the new year. So 2022 goals. I have a bunch of goals for 2022, and I set those goals up using this wonderful platform called Notion. I set it up um, on my desk, on my laptop, but then I also have it on my, I have the app so I can still look at it when I need to check something off, check my grocery list or whatever. And basically, I just use it as an organization platform. And on that organization platform, it's things um, for like my podcast. There are things for my personal life. I'm moving, which is the big, big 2022 thing that I should have started with. And so it just is helping me a lot with my anxiety by being organized. And so in that, I have put my 2022 goals for the year. And as I talk about these goals, um, I want you guys to think of something about your 2022 goals. And that is, why do I want these things? And how am I going to go about getting these things? Not just putting the goal, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to, no, why do you want to lose weight? Why and what will get you to the point of living intentionally so that you can do those things that you want to do? Because oftentimes we make these grandiose goals for the year and we oftentimes don't get them because we never talk about how we're going to get to those actual goals so what I'm going to start with is myself so for my self goals this year I want to gain better control over my episodes if you don't know I have um borderline personality disorder and just the overall disorder And to do that, I am going to practice mindfulness with intrusive thoughts and living more in the moment and attending my therapy regularly. Um, I would love if I could do meditation. However, unfortunately for me, I have these terrible flashbacks to child traumatizations. So I don't typically do meditation, 
But there are other ways and other things that I do, such as listening to my ASMR videos and following a semi-regular schedule. And we'll get to the schedule portion in a minute. So another self-goal is maintain healthy boundaries and remove people from my life without feeling like I have to apologize. To do that, I am do not accept excuses and apologies, only accept change behavior. I have to keep reiterating this to myself. A person apologizing to me and saying, sorry, my ex did this a lot last year. He broke me and then kept apologizing for lying and then would lie again. And yet reality is I should have said no. There is no changed behavior, and I don't want to be around you anymore. So be mindful of patterns people exhibit. I always try to say that I'm overthinking, when in reality, with my disorder and with the associated PTSD, I am excellent at looking at patterns. I am excellent at knowing when something is out of place, and I need to have better faith in myself and be mindful of the patterns that a person is showing me with their behavior. And lastly, remembering that I am deserving of respect. As a black woman, I am so disgustingly fetishized, disgustingly disrespected. I have absolutely been drugged through mud by my racist ex and his family. And it is just incomprehensible. And I'm putting a stop to that. I need to remember that I am a human being. I am deserving of respect. Whatever I do or don't do, I always think of other people and I am deserving of that same thing. So one thing I want to do this year is be kinder and be hopeful again, because I'm really missing out on a lot of levels of happiness. And to achieve better levels of happiness, I'm going to start with self-happiness. And to do that, do things that make me feel um do things that make me happy so that I'm not so angry with the world. If I can find joy in the little things that I'm doing again, if that's buying myself something, if that's experiencing a new experience, if that's traveling somewhere, whatever makes me happy. So next is finding a way to make peace with some things and conclusions. This does not necessarily mean I have figured out the entire situation or completely gone through what I've gone through and been able to piece together why it happened and what happened. But this just means that finding some way to make it a little bit easier for myself. I also want to read scripture from the Bible app daily and from the horoscope app. So I'm all about balance. Even if you're not religious, for me, I like to, the little um, app where it gives me a quote every day because I always feel like, how can I apply this scripture or this horoscope to my life. What is, is it, I'm, I'm one of those people, um, that is totally with the, with the ancestors and totally with God too. So I always feel like I'm given what I needed and I just use it. Oops, sorry, the fire department. I just use it as a moment to reflect. So I want to get my license this year. If you don't know, I don't have my license. I have my permit. I'm legally allowed to drive. I know how to drive. I just never got the license. But a big thing for me is um, having that extra level of independence. And to do that, I need to get my license. I'm 25 years old. Get the damn license, girl. And that will also allow me to be able to go out and have more freedom in things that I do. And if I want to do some road trips or things like that. So to do that, basically, I just need to schedule my license for April and find someone who's going to let me practice on their car or use it for the exam. So... Now we're moving into lifestyle goals that I have. 
I want to work out consistently. The reason I didn't put that I want to lose 10 pounds is because, okay, but how are you going to do that? So working out consistently um, actually goes with my next goal, which is to hire a personal trainer, which I have found someone and I am going to pay them. And that kind of ties into working out consistently because I want to work out three days a week, two times, 30 minutes, and one time with my trainer for 45 minutes. And this for me, I operate on a schedule. If I can build my goals into a routine, into a schedule, then I am so much more likely to actually accomplish those goals. And this losing weight, working out has to be, I have to be motivated by someone, which is why I'm adding the trainer. Um, I want to eat greens with every dinner meal. I am not eating my vegetables and I am supposed to. So how I'm going to do that is I'm going to plan out meals in advance and I'm always going to have stuff for a salad. So I have no excuse not to add some sort of green thing to my dinner. Even though last night I just had mashed potatoes and steak and I'm not really living that out right now. But because I'm moving, my schedule is not really together. And that is how I know that with the schedule, I will be able to do these goals. So I went to buy something from Tiffany's. I actually have planned out both things that I want to buy. But the first is the earrings. I've put the cost of them. They're pearl earrings. And I'm going through this lady from TikTok um, who works for Tiffany's and has worked from Tiffany's. And she's on Instagram. So I, I don't have too much of the um, imposter syndrome of getting designer things. I simply just have never ordered from Tiffany's before. And so I am going to go through the third party. But I will make sure that I'm picking it up in the store because it's super important to go put yourself in those spaces so that you always feel comfortable. Um, the last thing on the lifestyle goal is to buy a Tesla. So that's more of a, okay, if I can get my life together in the other ways. But to do that, I would need to get my credit score up and get my monthly expenses down because I know that that car payment would be high and I know the insurance would be high. So that's kind of a far-fetched one that might go into 2023, but I added it because it's okay to start working towards that now. Next, I have my career goals. I want to make um, $70,000. Um, I just need to figure out my tiered schedule because that's what I am on with my current job and to see kind of what the pay raise is for. I am not one of those people who thinks that your hobbies should be monetized. I think that your hobbies should be your hobbies. And if you want to monetize them, you can, but they don't. Ha you don't have to. But I am investing in stocks. And so hopefully... I will be able to add to my overall income and get to that goal of $70,000 by the end of the year. I want, I also would like to graduate with my master's degree. So I currently attend George Washington University and I'm getting my first master's degree in strategic public relations. Really, I haven't figured out fully how I'm going to do that other than attending classes, which start in April. And for me, again, that's another thing with schedule. I need to make sure that I'm ready for class. I need to make sure that I have my books. I need to make sure that I have any any items that are going to make me succeed. And I really need to have my schedule down packed because what usually happens for me is that I get overwhelmed and something happens and I have episodes and I have panic attacks and I'm not able to complete work or I'm not able to attend class. So I need to make sure that I'm also registered with the Office of Disabilities so that I can graduate with my master's this spring. I also want to start the international development program. I have done all the steps that I need to do for that, which is applying for the program. 
Now, if I don't get into this GW program, it might be a shot to my ego, but I haven't applied to other places because I am strongly considering having just rest for a little while. Um, it's not something I typically do, but I, I'm really into, um, you know, education and I really want that master's. And I think I need to under be okay with rejection, which is why I sort of did not apply for anywhere else. I'm still debating that if you guys have any advice on if I should or should not apply for other schools, um, the program I want, as I said, is international development. Okay. So next is my family. I want to return to healthier boundaries and also removing them from my life if necessary. My aunt Sephora has been there, and I hope I don't cry, has been there, and my sister Dewey have been there for me throughout this entire stressful process that I've been going through. Um, and I really, really want to show my appreciation to my aunt in particular because she came to Balt from Baltimore to, like, she really loves and cares about me. And so I'm, I know she doesn't listen to my podcast, <laughs> but I really want to do something special for her. Like maybe get her a nice gift or something this year. Um, so if you guys have any ideas for that, let me know. And my sister, I buy my sister shit all the time. And as I have explained to people, I will continue to buy my sister shit all the time. My sister has been there for me my entire life. Um, and though she may not always understand my illness, she is always on my side. She is always on my team and she always makes sure that I'm okay. Um, even if it doesn't, isn't the way that I need her to, she, the effort itself is good. But for the rest of my family, I am not okay in a good mental space. So I need to make sure that I'm cutting off those family members, at least for a little while, that are not benefiting my life. I have been very clear that I do not like people talking about my, and that's, let me just go back really quickly. People don't know your boundaries if you don't tell them your boundaries. So first I need to tell people my boundaries. My relationship with my mother, I don't consider her my mother. And I don't know what I want that relationship to be, if anything at all. Um, but to decide what that is or to not decide what that is, is kind of within the returning to healthier boundaries and removing them from my life. So moving on to my friends, I went to have a monthly girls night with my friends. One of my best friends, Chantel, moved up to the area recently and um, I want to spend so much more time with her because I've really been lacking. I have friends in the area, but I've really been lacking in like that deep, intimate friends that I need, except for my friend Tori, who is just phenomenal at just life. Um and so I just want to be around my friends more. I want to be, I miss my friends. I miss the deepness of those relationships. And even just talking to my friend Chantel more, my friend Vicky more, my friend Tori more, I have felt so much better than I have um, the last year just by beginning those. So part of that, like I said, is schedule. Just planning a girls' night monthly. Um, also, I want to go on one girl's trip. I'm actually already in the process of this. We're going to go to Savannah, Georgia at the end of June. So, um, you know, and, and that's just deepening that bond. But it's also my love of travel. Like, I want to do things with my friends that I love. The person that I want to be that the young Mackenzie looked up to, I already am. But I want to be better than that person. And part of that is doing things that I love. And that is traveling with my friends. 
Sorry, I have a little sniffles, not COVID or anything. I'm just congested because of the weather. So money. Okay. I want to pay off all of my loans and my debt, not my school stuff or like um, my medical debt, but my just regular credit cards, all that stuff. So I get this big refund check and I'm planning to pay the majority of the debt back and some legal fees that I have. Um because I want to be in a better financial place this year. I feel like that will really elevate me to the next level of my life and be able so that I'll be able to do a lot more things like travel. So I want to save $15,000. I have boxed out how much I need to put into my savings each month and it still does not get me to $15,000 per se, but as long as I get too close to that goal, I'm happy. I also need to raise my credit score. I'm embarrassed, so I'm not telling you guys what my credit score is now. But um, to do that, I need to pay my debt. I need to use less credit and that than I do now. I don't always need to be at the max of my credit cards. Um, and then I need to get a, I'm going to add another secured credit card on there just to, for um, aggressive credit building. I also, I've talked about this before, how I'm owning stock now, but I would like to own $1,000 worth of stock. Um, I am still researching what specific ones I want, but one of the guys that I talked to was telling me about Tesla and Microsoft. So I do own Tesla and Microsoft stock or a percentage of it now because I was just playing around with it. But I have a plan. I'm going to invest $100 each month. And so by the end of the year, I will own $1,000 worth of stock um, or in my like overall profile. So another create. So my next goals go into my creative side and my hobbies. I went to blog once a week. I have set up, um, I have a blog on WordPlace, uh, WordPress. I have no idea that I have no idea what I'm doing. Dot blog. And I have set up a reminder for every Sunday and it tells me time to blog. So if I do it earlier in the week, I don't necessarily have to do it on Sunday, but this is ensuring again, routine. It's drilled into my head on Sunday. I know I need to have a blog post up. And it's been really helpful for me to get rid of some of those emotions that are heavy that I'm feeling. So that once again ties into my earlier goal that I talked about of getting better control of my mental health. So my next creative hobby that I want to do is I want to make a YouTube video once a month. Um, I need to get my YouTube together a little bit more and it's something I want the visual aspect to be there. And a lot of my hobbies are actually me practicing skills that I can put on my resume. Marketing, I have a strategic, I will have a strategic public relations master's and I'm really trying to put that into practice of like the marketing skills and social media skills that I've learned. So I recently went in and I did update the the banner and update the profile photo for my YouTube and try, really try to have a structure and try to tweak everything so it's better than the last every time I go in and do that. Um, so I will try to plan content in advance. And I will, as I said, when I move, it'll be a little bit easier. Next month is Black History Month. So I'm really, really trying to get content for you guys all throughout that month, um, which leads me to how I want to podcast every two weeks. And the hardest part of me podcasting is getting guest hosts. Um, I usually pick my friends, but I'm expanding more to like people on like my platforms that I don't normally speak to. Um, I've got a wonderful guest host coming up, guest host coming for our next episode where, where we will be discussing the Omarion <laughs> variant. Um, so more to come on that. I also would like to paint more. 
I paint, my paintings are ugly. <laughs> uh, my abstract paintings are okay, but I, I always like to tell people I paint strictly because I really, really enjoy it. Like it, it calms me down even before I have an episode and it's something that I really enjoy and I'm going to continue doing. Um, but I do want to get a little bit better with them. So I want to look up techniques for acrylic, which is what I mainly paint in and then start looking into oil because I have oil and I've tried oil and it wasn't phenomenal. So, but oil uh, makes things look more realistic. So I am going to try to get more into that. So I do want to go on three trips this year. Um, one of those trips is to the Bahamas in April. One of those is my girls trip. And I'm debating if I should go to London and maybe Scotland this year. If you have any suggestions about those places or other places I should go, please let me know. And finally, I would like to start photography. And to do that, I would like to get a GoPro. I initially thought of getting like a different DSLR, cam DSLR camera. But because um, I'm planning to do the traveling, I was it was suggested that I get a GoPro. So that's what I'm going to start working on. Um, so each of these goals, as I said, and I've explained, I'm trying to live intentionally and incorporate them into my schedule so as to have success at these goals. Um, it's important that you think, as I said before, about how you're specifically going to achieve them. I listened to this podcast called The Balanced Black Girl Podcast. And she talked a lot about rituals and systems and routines. And I, I do want to make a quick note. I do disagree with her on the, some of the areas of capitalism she talked about. Um, but it is really, really important that when people are doing these goals, they do not get overwhelmed. Because a lot of the times, if, like I said, with the weight thing, you sit there and you make this grandiose goal and you never talk about how you're going to do it other than I'm going to start going to the gym. Okay, well, look at your body, look at your lifestyle, look at your family history. What is going to be needed for you to achieve that goal? Because going to the gym, okay, what are you going to do when you go to the gym? Going to the gym for me has not been realistic because I don't drive and I don't feel like walking or taking the metro. So when I move to my new building, I actually am going to be able to go to the gym because it's in the building and I have no goddamn excuse. And I hired a trainer, so I have no reason not to go. But so um, she on this Balanced Black Girl podcast, she talks about how um, systems and rituals as in routines are. And for me, like I said, the systems that I use to attain my goals are so incredibly important. Um, routine is everything for me, but she does talk about how you need to be flexible in your routine. And I think that's an incredibly important thing to point out. I am used to rigidity, but it is incredibly important that I make room for error. You are going to fail at things. You're going to stumble on things. You're not going to be able to do things. And for me personally, I'm going to have episodes. I'm going to miss a day of class. So my thing is, how am I going to get a routine that is kind to me when I do not do the things that I may necessarily need to do? when I stumble, when I fall, how can I forgive myself? Because I have learned one thing is I should forgive myself for being ill. It is not my fault. And I have openly said that for years, but never really believed it. So I, every time I have an episode or relapse into an episode, and I, I'm not talking about drugs, I'm talking about, I, I think of like my episodes as relapsing or I... Forgive myself because I am a human being and I am not 
always strong and I am dainty and I am fragile and people do things and they break you and that is not your fault. Let me say that again to myself. It is not my fault that somebody has done something to me that has hurt me or broken me. I am no less of a good person. I am no less of a kind person because their actions did something to me. So I um, want to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll keep talking about our, um, we'll keep talking about our goals. Hello everyone, we are back um, continuing my discussion about 2022 goals, things like that. And I want to talk about a luxury black girl TikTok and just luxury black girl aesthetic. So I think luxury black girl TikTok is getting a bad rap right now. Um, I recognize there are some aspects of it that are controversial only because people see it as some people have criticized it, saying that it is um, anti-Black in some ways, because there are some creators who say that like certain types of streetwear are not Black girl luxury and et cetera. My opinion on style and fashion is that it really depends on where you are. I My streetwear is not New York streetwear. I live in the Washington, D.C. area. And the way that I dress is not going to be the way that somebody who is from New York and um, one of the boroughs dresses. It's just not. It's not, or not typically, unless it has to do with the more, I don't want to say high class because um, I feel like that's insulting to streetwear, but, um, you know, the kind of bourgeois kind of ideology, kind of the the trench coats and that sort of thing, not necessarily the puffer jackets and sneakers. I actually only wear sneakers when I have to like work out for some reason. Um, you know, I wear Sperry's often and it really has to do with location. But I want to talk about Black Girl Luxury TikTok and start and Black Girl Luxury in general and start this conversation by saying luxury is whatever you feel is luxury. My aunt in particular is always getting on me because she is, she will pay thousands of dollars for a designer bag. But as I tell people, I live in a very expensive area of the DMV. And so I'm moving into this luxury building. And so my bags will continue to be from Michael Kors and Kate Spade and Coach. Um, and I am purchasing, purchasing a pair of Louboutins this year, but I cannot see myself spending $2,000 on shoes or anything like that. Um, luxury is whatever you make it. I understand that some people have created regular black girl, uh, TikTok or the aesthetic um, to kind of combat that. Um, but I think that your version of luxury is important. And what I want to take from that is, so this year I am doing a lot of things for myself and I'm really into trying to create the aesthetic on my platforms of luxury black girl TikTok. I am not in a private jet. I do not have a private jet and I also am afraid of small planes so I don't think even if I had the money to I would fly private. I will just be on the big big plane in first class. Um, but what I wanted to point out with luxury uh, black girl aesthetic for me is how there's been a lot of commentary from family members whenever I say that I'm going to purchase myself something. It's always make sure you pay your bills first. I have been living on my own for like four or five years now and I pay my bills. So 
there's no need for the, I think it's because my family is just not used to luxury items. And I say my family by saying like my mom's side is not used to luxury items. So my siblings are not used to that. Um, you know, versus my dad's side, it's nothing to drop money on jewelry or shoes or bags or anything like that. But I have always hated this idea that I can't take care of myself. And, um, in terms of I'm not deserving of nice things. So I mentioned before that I'm going to buy Tiffany's because I don't own any like expensive jewelry. And then I mentioned, and I was looking today and I saw this beautiful tennis bracelet and I was like, well, I'm going to add that to my list of what I'm going to buy myself this year. And there was commentary on me like, oh, you're buying all these things. Yeah. Cause I can afford it. I have the budget to do so such and because it's important luxury um black girls luxurious black girls are black girls that take care of themselves in whatever way they feel they need to for me that's going to be getting massages again um buying myself diamonds okay like just to be clear they're going to be lab grown so they're a lot cheaper um and they might be crystals instead of diamonds but um you know, it's whatever makes you happy. I'm spending a lot of, a lot of money on the decor of my new place because I want to feel my home is the most important place for me. And I want to feel luxurious, but I want to feel calm and safe. And so I'm spending I the budget and like I'm using Notion to plan everything out and like the budgets, it's already like $4,000 on like, you know, just decor. <laughs> um, but you know, your luxury might be just even just picnics by yourself. And so I, I challenge black girls everywhere and black men too, to do what you feel is luxury. And by, and that is by doing, getting yourself things or doing things that make you happy. Included in my black girl luxury is my, my ability to travel. Like I said, I want to do girls trips with my friends. <clears throat> So luxury black girls do not have to dress the same way. They do not have to eat the same things. They don't have to be in the same area. Luxury black girl aesthetic is whatever you feel like is luxurious. Now that now don't get carried away and start uh, comparing your bath and body works to my Chanel number five. I'm going to be a little bougie there because it's not the same thing. But keep in mind that luxury to you is not the same or may not be the same as luxury to someone else. And I'm not going to put anybody down for their version of luxury because I'm not in their wallets and I'm, we may be in different tax brackets. Um, but I will also keep in mind that, when th that that goes the same for me. So when people are questioning my ability, my response is always, I've got this. You know, I have the ability to afford nice things. And it's such, it's, I'm just seeing it's just such a new thing for like my mom's side of the family to just see me living for myself and purchasing myself nice things and purchasing myself, like putting myself first and going on trips because they've just always had to struggle. And I just, I, I thankfully don't have to do that at the moment. I mean, I, I'm not wealthy by any standards. I have had to learn money management and I'm digging myself out of some holes that I have unfortunately found myself in. But that all being said, I am still able to purchase myself some nice jewelry, some nice things, something that I like because I want to, you know, and, and for me, um, 
the reason I plan a lot of my stuff out is because with my disorder, my illness, I have the issue of um, impulsive spending. And it's something that a lot of my siblings do and they just don't admit that they do it. And I do it because you want to feel this gratification of things. And that's where I, I mentioned earlier, why are you making the goals that you're you're making? Am I saying I want Tiffany's jewelry because I just have to have it? It's the thing that's going to make me me. And that's not the case. The reality is I want it. Um, I think, will my life be a little more fulfilled with it? Perhaps so, because it'll look nice. But it is not the only like I, when knowing that that is not going to cure my illness, that is not going to be the end all be all. And that's super, super important for me as I um, traverse life. And as I go into the new year, trying to be financially intelligent, but also providing myself with self-care and which self-care, by the way, is luxury. Um <clears throat> If your self-care is taking a nap, that's luxury because not everybody can afford to take a nap in the middle of the goddamn day. Um, so, um, you know, I, I just I just end that by saying, um, you know, whatever you feel is luxury is luxury and treat yourself. If you want, don't treat yourself on impulse. Treat yourself because you want it and don't feel guilty because you want things, because you want nice things, because you want Chanel number five and I love Afterpay and Klarna because I think I am always, I am a big fan of less fortunate or poor or lower middle class, et cetera, people to have nice things. Um, we are all allowed and should be allowed to have some form of joy. That doesn't mean not to pay your damn rent <laughs> to go get you a good lace front. That means pay your rent. And then if you have some extra money, maybe you don't feel like saving as much as you did last month. Maybe you feel like getting yourself a good lace front. And that is what I mean. It is, I, I sometimes used to feel so guilty because people would make comments about, did you pay your X, Y, and Z? And now I'm having to justify to people, but nobody works my job and nobody pays my bills. So I know what I can afford and what I can't afford. Um, and I'm not making the decisions that I make upon impulse. Trust me, because I made five different damn charts about what I'm going to buy, where I'm going to buy it and how I'm going to use a coupon <laughs> with it. Um, so with those things in mind, I think let's just continue to move into 2022 a little bit more intentionally with room for error. Um, let's give ourselves luxurious things, luxurious items, luxurious time. Let's not waste our time. Let us acknowledge and review and make mistakes, but no patterns. And let us always, always, always remember that we are moving and we are moving. The world is still moving. The, you, sometimes I have episodes and Marshall used to say to me, you are breathing when I'm like, I can't breathe. And he's like, no, you are, you are breathing. I know it's ragged. I know it's rough, but you are breathing. And that relationship has taken so much from me, but the that saying, that phrase sticks with me. And actually on my notion, another stage uh, phrase that he said to me all the time was, it's not always going to be this way. And even though the pain and the hurt is there and I have this glaring reminder of him every day, I still say to myself that phrase that he said to me, it's not always going to be this way. And that's what's moving me forward through time right now when I'm in so much pain. 
Um, alrighty, so thank you guys and let's wrap up the show. Hey guys, so thank you for joining me for another episode of I Have No Idea What I'm Doing. We're going to wrap up with our mindfulness message and which has related to all the things that we've discussed today. And I want to wrap up by the quote that I have here is, um, was talked about on the Balanced Black Girl podcast, as I said, and the quote is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Um, so <sighs> let me think. Um, all right. That quote was set um, in Atomic Habits. And I think the author's name is like James Clear or something like that. But regardless, uh, yes, so the author's name is James Clear. And again, the quote is, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. And I talked a lot about routine and not only my goals, but how I am specifically going to achieve them and how I am going to or put myself in the position to achieve them. I also talk uh, because those routines, those systems, everything is connected. And if you're not feeling well, then there's no way you can go to the gym. And for me, if I'm having an episode, I can't go to class. So I need to also allow myself balance and the ability to, to sit to mess up sometimes. So I want you to take that with you into the new year. Um, and I want you to remember to love yourself be kinder to yourself and fucking treat yourself like I it is 2022 I am I'm still here I'm still me I'm still somehow breathing and I'm still the same old nigga from the block (laughs) and I just want you guys to take that with you into the new year so have a wonderful rest of your day night whatever thank you for listening and as always don't forget to Follow, like, and subscribe to the YouTube, to the Instagram, to the TikTok, and all else. Thank you. Bye-bye.